looking for that in real time. If you can stay in front of it and, and you know monitor the app and watch these prices in real time, there's always places where you can jump in line. So looking at, I guess we should look at Brissett before we bounce around. Brown and Waddle are definitely going to be guys where we have them projected 14 points or so, and it's going to be similar. Gaskin is kind of thrown in there with projection, but more so with the value of being around that 10 to $11. Brissett is a little different here. Now, granted, everything is put in together here with our projections with Tua not being out there, so that's why it's on Brissett. 17 points just over that we have him projected the values at $12 and six cents. Let's assume that it's Brissett playing tonight. You know, this is where I think the DFS and betting world veer. I love the Miami dolphins to hang in a game at seven and a half. I think the dolphins on a short week can take advantage of Lamar and the Ravens kind of just hovering and doing enough to get out of there. But I don't see that as, oh, Brissett throws for 350 and three. I see that for every off, both offenses kind of slowing down a little bit. Basically, it would take a very small percentage chance for me to see Brissett be the number one, if even top three fantasy performer, which you need on jock market. Yeah, there just hasn't really been a lot of meat on the bone for Brissett so far this season. 5.6 yards per passing attempt, 64% completion percentage, five touchdowns. Uh, it's not a ton to go to. He's not really, you know, 3.8 uh, yards per rushing attempt, 64 total yards and a rushing touchdown. It's not a high producing quarterback right now. The standard deviation is below a lot of the standard deviations for some of his receivers. So you don't get that real bounce on top of what we've got him projected at. And we've only got him projected a couple points ahead of some of these receivers. So to me, it just makes more sense to get in on some of the receivers a little bit cheaper than going to a lousy quarterback at the second highest rate on the board. If he slips to the point where he's going at, let's say, like eight, nine bucks and a bunch of the receivers are in the 10 to $12 range, which could easily happen after the slate starts as well, maybe there's some opportunity there. Just in general, quarterbacks are going to be the higher scoring players on the board. They have just more to do. They have more opportunity to score points. But I don't love it. I don't think it's a great investment. So for me, it's a no. I wouldn't really be looking to get in on that IPO. Brown, Waddle, those are going to be the guys that are easy to target here. <clears throat> Pardon me. We also have Gaskin and Gasicki to a lesser extent on Miami. I guess it also depends on how you feel this game would flow to determine if, if in fact, Gaskin and Gasicki would have much value ahead of time. I am interested, though, in Waddle because we have him projected as the fourth highest guy here, but especially if Miami finds themselves down and if it's Tua, we know lock in Waddle, that's a great connection. But even still, there's going to be volume for Waddle with Brissett. He's, he's the one guy that I'm truly interested in when it comes to pre-kick in Miami. I don't know if you're looking at Waddle or maybe you're looking at anything even down the line. Mac Hollins that you could take advantage of and the likelihood that he drops two TDs tonight. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to definitely look around the board for some of those guys who get featured in the offense, who get some targets. If you want to go to a super cheap play where you can get in on a very cheap IPO and you're hoping to get some touchdown upside, then yeah, maybe you look to a guy like Hollins, who's uh, you know certainly not going to be the first thought that anybody has. He had six targets last week, uh, 2.1 target average for the season though, 6.24 yards per, uh, per target, 106 yards and two TDs total on the season. So obviously not a guy who's been getting a tremendous amount of looks, but definitely there's a few there for him. And uh, if he sees anything like the target 
market share that he had last week. If he goes off at a reasonable IPO in the you know four or five dollar range, then I think there's definitely some upside to grab there. Similar story with the other receivers is obviously you're paying a bit more of a premium to get to uh, a guy like Waddle, get to a guy like Aziki, but both of those guys definitely justify it with their ongoing volume in the passing attack there. And I like Gaskin. You know, you get some touchdown upside out of the running back, especially if we're thinking it's a narrative, it's, it's a potential for you know Brissett not to perform that well. Maybe he brings them down the field, but it's Gaskin who's bringing the ball into the end zone and you pick off some of that touchdown upside. We do have, looking at our game script adjusted uh, passing percentage, we do have a pretty aggressive 65.7% uh, uh, game script adjusted passing percentage for Miami. So it looks like we're expecting a good amount of passing volume on this game. Uh, in terms of what Brissett's going to be doing with some of these receivers. So maybe you can, if you see some of these receivers trending low, maybe you do buy a low into the uh, end of the Dolphins offense here. Anybody else, maybe even on the Ravens side, you know, Mark Andrews, sneaky, could get you two touchdowns, red zone opportunity there as well. I don't know if you're looking at Freeman, you mentioned as far as taking advantage of people, super low before kick and being able to sell high. Anybody outside, look, it's not a deep squad on either side. Ravens dealing with some injuries. So I don't know before we move to the rest of the slate on week 10, if there was anybody else that you were looking at, even from a pre-kick with a fair IPO value that we have alongside of them before the action even begins. I mean, there's some touchdown upside in like if you wanted to go to Lev Bell at only 339, there's there's a little bit of touchdown upside, but you don't get the padding of like a lot of yards or a lot of opportunity there. You're kind of just touchdown hunting. You're kind of just touchdown hunting if you go to a receiver like Devin Duvernay. He's only a buck 65 for our recommended IPO price. So you can see you're not buying in that much. You can make the decision to pay a low price, just grab a few shares. You can also use that low price to your advantage if you do think that, hey, this guy's got upside to two TDs, even if he doesn't see a ton of targets, maybe he does that have that week where he does see one long ball and a ball in the uh, in the red zone and converts both of them for touchdowns. That could be a significant uptick from a dollar sixty five IPO. If he pays out at the ten dollar range, you've done very very well there. And if you're grabbing 15, 20 shares at a dollar sixty five, well, you're doing very well on that investment then. So it pays to look toward the lower end. Now that's not a likely probability. It might not be the safest investment on the board. He's not a guy who sees a ton of volume. He's averaging. 2.6 targets a game, saw two last time out. He's only got two touchdowns on the season, 6.57 yards per, per, per target. Not the biggest volume guy there, but you're paying for that. You're getting that discount baked in there. So you're just paying for that, uh, that opportunity at having the big game. And it's not one that's going to hurt you very much if you're buying in at $1.65 a share. And even if it goes completely bust and just pays you out at a buck a share at the end of the night, well, it's not too tragic, right? No, not at all. Not by any means. I, I, all right. So let's take that and expand it again for those joining us here on the awesome DFS channel on YouTube. We appreciate you hanging with us. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button and any questions you have about approaching the jock market slate tonight, or really across the board week 10, we're here for you. Terry is here for you by all means. And let's do that. Let's expand a little bit here to the general slate as always, Josh Allen's always going to be up there at the top, and we have him as far as a fair price IPO value, just under $12 at $11.69. And then it drops, drops significantly, two full dollars nearly with Brady Mahomes. Before we get to a guy that, that I think can actually, with this matchup, and I'll throw, it at, throw your, your way there, Terry, take advantage of some really good in-game opportunity. Mahomes is still up here at the top. 
as much as this offense has struggled, as, as bad as it's looked at times, 13 total points against that Packers defense. Packers defense wasn't missing Aaron Rodgers. Point being is it's getting to be a theme now. He's such a high number at $9.52. I imagine that people will still rush in ahead of time and say, well, this is the week. And then just because it's human nature, when he's when Holmes is out there laying an egg for the first quarter or two, looking to get rid of him at any cost, I wonder if Mahomes has become a really good opportunity to buy low, especially early on, due to impatience. I think so. I, I definitely think so. I think that's baked into what we're seeing here on the board, right? He's he's two bucks less, two dollars and ten cents less than what we've got Josh Allen pegged for in a fair IPO. And if we're looking at some of our game script adjusted stuff, game script adjusted pace, they jump. This is a pace up spot for them playing against Vegas. They jump from a 64 average for the, uh, for the season for pace to a 67.4. That's the highest pace spot on the board. So you're getting Patrick Mahomes in the highest pace spot. He's also got a jump 63.7% game script adjusted passing percentage. So we're expecting a pass happy attack here for every reason in the world. This is, potentially a get right spot for Mahomes to uh, you know really turn the season around. I think this is a very good opportunity. Even if you're buying in at around, you know, nine, 10 bucks, you're buying one of the, one of the higher guy, the higher producing guys over the last few seasons, big standard deviation number approaching what Josh Allen puts up. There's a lot of volatility in the quarterback situation, in the quarterback position. That's why we see all these guys. They're not going off at that Lamar Jackson, $22 just lock them in as the highest scoring guy. Cause it's most likely one of these quarterbacks is going to be the highest scoring, but all of them stand a good chance to based on very similar projections up and down. So you do have Allen stretched out like five points in the median projection ahead of these other guys. It makes sense that he's the highest cost, but then this next group of quarterbacks down, it's kind of a crapshoot. So I'm willing to take that pace up opportunity with Patrick Mahomes here and, and kind of ride with it on that, on that. I think that's a good investment. Anybody else that you're looking at from a pre kick with the fair IPO value that we have, alongside of them at a number, even if you were willing to stretch it. I mean, we have a suggested fair value for the IPO price. Doesn't mean that Dak Prescott at $8.90 on our value means you can't go up to 910 or 940 or 950 and buy shares of Dak. And it, it may not be Dak. It's just an example here. But is there anybody that you were looking at kind of in that next tier range? Doesn't even need to be a quarterback, but where we have that 23 to kind of 20 fantasy point projection that you were looking at as far as value ahead of time yeah so i think it makes sense to on the other side of that same game that kansas city game just look down the board a little bit to Derek carr you're getting Derek carr at 679 is a fair ipo price so if we're paying in the you know hopefully you get them a little bit below that if you can because it's a bidding system to get up to that ipo pre uh, pre the start of the slate here so you can get in below these ipo prices that's just where we're saying hey cut it off bail out of that price but if you can get in lower than that fantastic if you go a little higher than that you still believe in the investment you're also probably doing fine just don't blow through it and bid you know 14 for Derek carr in this situation but i think there's upside there another spot where his pace number jumps based on this matchup in our game script adjusted numbers he doesn't have the same standard deviation on top of his scoring that uh, that the other quarterbacks do it's a little bit lower but i'm not as concerned about it i think it's just a rising tide situation where he might just have more opportunity flinging the ball around and if they convert a couple of those, he could have a, a pretty big day here. So I kind of like the Derek Carr spot. I kind of like what, uh, you know, what some of these other receivers look like on the board. Like you could just go to Devontae Adams up toward the top. He's got quarterback-ish numbers. But if you go down to a lot of 
similarly talented receivers. Maybe they're not as good as Devontae Adams, but you can pay $2 less and get CD lamb off the board in a, uh, in a, around a $6 IPO where we're projecting him. I think that's a really strong spot. We've got that game with carrying a pretty solid pace number, 65.9 uh, game script adjusted pace compared to a 64.6 that Dallas usually plays at. So it's a pace up spot for what's already a pretty good passing attack, getting to one of the better receivers in that offense. And there's plays like that up and down the board. So that's kind of just how I would look. Put it next to our game script adjusted numbers. Put it next to what these guys do for the season, do on the average. And just look for some of these guys where it's a discount relative to where the other plays are going off. The uh, two wide receivers who uh, are uh, big-time initial guys, DJ Moore and DK Metcalf, who I had to change around a little bit on this board that I was doing on the fly <laughs> to get them to pop up here. But both of those guys going off under $5 as a recommended IPO price seems like a good spot to me just based on what those guys can do on the field when you think about the upside in terms of them being uh, you know highly targeted, big-volume wide receivers, uh, looking at uh, 9.8 uh, average targets and seven average targets per game. That's a lot of volume to go to those two guys for pretty cheap. And both of those guys have standard deviation numbers that rival what some of the quarterbacks and some of the much higher price guys are doing. So again, that's just saying, hey, on top of what we're projecting for them, they can do this again on top on an average on an average day uh, where they outperform their numbers. So it makes sense to me to start targeting some of those guys in the mid range, look to those, you know, four and $5 IPO prices and look for guys that you know are going to be able to produce upside for you. All right, brother. I appreciate it. On the way out, we don't have time to talk about it, but we should mention it. I don't think that jock market's going to let you play Odell Beckham Jr. on the Rams this week. You're going to have to wait a week for that one. Did he sign with the Rams? It I looks like it. Finalizing a deal. Wow. <laughs> That's some powerhouse stuff. That is right there. Embarrassment of riches out there. Wow. Good <laughs> signing. I was actually thinking he might go to the Chiefs. I'm, I'm surprised he landed and landed with the Rams. But I think he watched some tape on Mahomes this year. I was like, nah, I'll probably go. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> all right. We appreciate everybody well, hanging with us. Make hey, sure thanks to all the veterans out there, too. Our guy, Mike, our guy, Mike, behind the scenes, our guy, uh, the news god, El Negro Loco, Ronnie, he's a veteran as well. So thank you guys and uh, everybody else out there in the audience. Also, my dad, thank you to him. So thanks to all the vets for their service. Absolutely. Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody. Make sure you thank a veteran, not just today, but every day. And we appreciate you all hanging with us at Digital B21 at Shander Show. For me, Mike Awesome, yo, producing Jock Market, one free month of Awesome Plus. You can take advantage of everything that we have the uh, deposit match as well up to 50 bucks use our promo code awesome see ya